Hello again, Tom Griffin here. Now that we covered some fundamentals, we are ready to pursue our investigation into all the core components and pieces of evidence that will help us decide whether we can trust that our faith is true. All of this was just basic stuff that we had to cover. In fact, truth is a key issue in all discussions about any topic. And in this episode, we'll take a look at the often overlooked and undervalued and frequently misunderstood and misused, but highly critical question, what is truth? Jesus said that he is the truth, so it must be a very important topic to understand. That was from John 14, verse 6. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything you do for us and all your blessings. I pray that all those who need to hear this message will find the truth, believe in you, and maintain that belief for life. For those who do not know you yet, Lord, I pray that you will open their eyes and influence them to become seekers and find the Holy Spirit. Please bless this lesson and let your word speak through me that everyone needs to hear. Amen. In a previous episode, I briefly mentioned an alarming statistic from a Josh McDowell Ministries study done some years ago. In his study, done with many thousands of youths, believers and non-believers, one particular area of the study showed that for 16 to 25-year-olds, about 70% do not believe there is such a thing as absolute truth, or objective truth, we might call it. That's a truth that everyone agrees with, or that is true for everyone at all times. Apparently, their view is becoming more and more that truth is some sort of a synonym for opinion. You have your truth, and I have my truth. Now, this is a core issue in apologetics. Everything starts with truth. If there's no such thing as objective truth, and it is malleable or can easily be changed and flexible, and it's just instead mere opinion, then a person can believe anything they choose, and that is true for them. Or they could disbelieve anything they choose, and it's not true for them. But I ask, if that is really the case, how can anyone live their lives like that? They could not, actually. It would be anarchy, chaos, if everyone had their own truth. You could never agree on anything or ever get anything done. How much money is in your bank account? Did you get an A or an F on that test? Or in today's time, are you male or female? The world would be insane if there's nothing objectively true. So what really is the case here is that everyone talks about truth as though it is opinion, but they live their lives in adherence to absolute truth. Let's examine a few theories about truth and begin with some false theories. First, what we might call a pragmatic theory of truth. Pragmatic or pragmatism is the idea that if you get results and it works for you, then it's true. In this view, truth is whatever works and is useful, whatever is beneficial for you. Whatever mechanism, strategy, or effort yields a desired result is the truth because it worked out for you. 
The problem is that circumstances change and what used to work may not work anymore. In this view, truth may change as circumstances change. That's just not the way truth is. And it certainly might be different for someone else where it does not work using the same strategy or methods. Pragmatism is not the correct view of truth. Next, we have what's often called the coherence theory, theory of truth. This theory says that claims are true if they just follow logically and coherently from a set of propositions or statements. But something can still be logical, yet not true. It can make sense, but still be false. It may make sense that a human will have consciousness and self-awareness, but it is not always the case due to mental health conditions, perhaps. It might appear logical that the traditional statements about Islam, Islam are valid, but that does not make them true. The consensus theory of truth is next. Now, this theory says that what is true is what everyone agrees to be true. That's a consensus. But how do you get everyone to agree? This is more like how people vote in a democratic society, but it has nothing to do with the truth of their voting results in terms of whether their vote was true or false. The correspondence theory of truth says that whatever corresponds to observable reality is true. Doesn't this make the most sense? Truth is what really is. So whether we agree on something as reality or not is separate from whether it is reality. For example, at one time, many people thought the earth was flat. But did that, did that uh, make that belief true? We know now that it is somewhat spherical. So did the truth change? No, the truth did not change. Only our understanding of what was true changed. That's the way truth really works. Truth never changes. Only our understanding of it may change if we misunderstand the facts of that reality. Truth is always discovered, but truth is very narrow. Truth is exclusive. One plus one equals two is the only correct answer. Truth does not allow for multiple answers. So when someone discovers truth, it is true for everyone, everywhere, at all times. Truth never changes. It is something that can be relied upon. This is how the world actually operates. So can we agree on how much money is in your bank account? There is a correct amount in spite of whether someone, agree, someone agrees or disagrees. That does not affect the truth. Once you do an analysis for errors, the truth of the amount in your bank account can be discovered. If someone clever commits a fraud and finds a way to erroneously change the balance stated, the truth did not change. There is and was a correct amount. Does belief in something make it true? No. You can believe in something that is not true. Belief does not determine truth. Facts do. This is a critical point to understand because certainly people in other religions believe their religion is true. Does that make it true? No. You have to examine the evidence and determine if something is true. 
Our belief in something may be sincere, but that does not make it true. So how do we discover truth? We must examine the facts and the evidence. If no one agreed anything was true, you could not get through a day unless you stayed at home by yourself with no outside contact or influences. Now, I don't believe anyone wants to do that for long. You would not be able to buy anything if you can't agree on the truth of a price and what you're buying. You can't do your job if you cannot agree on what the job is and how much you'll get paid. You can't go to school to learn if no one agrees that what will be taught is true. No law could be enforced by the government or law enforcement. No contract or agreement could be ratified if there's no way to verify what you all agreed to was true. Nothing would ever get done. But wait, you say that things do get done and the world generally operates normally. Yes, we manage our lives based on an understanding that there is objective truth, that the correspondence theory of truth is the correct one. How we live our lives is different than those who deny objective truth claims and how that actually works. When it comes to beliefs and religions, truth operates exactly the same way. Just because you have a belief and believe in a particular religion or God or idea about something, that does not make it true. But let's suppose someone disagrees with us about this theory of truth. And as stated, many do. Suppose they say something like, there is no truth, or there is no objective truth, or there is no absolute truth. Objective and absolute are are adjectives that mean it is true for everyone at all times. So what are we supposed to make of those statements? Well, interestingly enough, we actually know that what they just said is false and therefore proves there is truth, objective truth, and absolute truth. You see, the claim that there is no truth defeats itself because it claims to be a true statement that there is no truth. Do you see the problem here? Any statement that cannot satisfy its own claim is defeating, self-defeating, and therefore false. It proves that there is such a thing as objective truth. When you try to deny truth, you actually prove there is such a thing as truth. Truth is undeniable. We call this self-defeating property self-stultification, technically. You can just think of it as self-defeating. Now, that is merely one powerful example of how to dismantle some claims and statements that people make all the time that we frequently just let pass right by us without debate. One way to easily show the false nature of statements such as this is to ask a simple question back, such as, is that true? This will force the person who stated that there is no truth to immediately recognize the problem. Here are some examples. If they say, there is no truth, we can say, is that true? Suppose they say, you can't know anything about God. We can say, then how do you know that? Or they might say, you cannot know anything for sure. 
But we can say, are you sure? Suppose they say, science is the only way to know things. We can say, did you use science to discover that? Or maybe they would say, we only discover truth by testing and experimentation. We can say, did you test that statement to find it's true? Or they might say, apart from mathematics, we can't know anything for sure. We can say, did that claim come from, come from a mathematical equation? Suppose they say, all knowledge comes from observation. We can say, have you observed all knowledge? Or maybe they say, we can't know anything about reality. We can say, then how do you know that about reality? To be clear, this can be a lot of fun, but it is not a game and not a trick or just semantics, wordplay. This is actually how logic works, and it is an amazing way that God provided us so that we can examine, at least in some cases, whether a statement is true or self-defeating and therefore false. Not all statements or claims are like that, but if you remember now about this method to listen closely and pay attention, you may find some that are, and there are a lot more than you might think, and then you can point it out to the other person before they go, go too far in false thinking. The only view of truth that makes any sense is the correspondence theory of truth. Truth is what corresponds to reality. Truth is what is. Now let's explore more about truth in our next episode. Take care, friends.